to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. I'm Christy. So we, I think we would like to thank everyone that commented um, that they yes. were listening. That was I actually was going to write them all down. You know what? I might have it in my phone. But I know Bessie, Twilene, Lily, mm-hmm. Tiffany. Yeah. I was, was afraid that, that we'd forget someone. But, but I know that we've oh, had keep talking and I'll look. Okay. I don't want to forget anybody. So I know that we've had a couple new listeners come on. So mm-hmm. we cannot tell you. Um, what an encouragement that is yeah, to us. We, we have a, yep, okay. I got four. Of them. I mean, right. I know there's more than that. They're just the four that commented. Yeah. 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 We know that there's more listening. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it's not about us. No. Um, we know what God is doing in our own lives, um, but it's nice to know that others are benefiting from mm-hmm. it as well. It's a, it's a lot of work. Right. Especially with every um, ministry that we're working on. It's, you know, and you start to think, well, you know, maybe this one we're not doing as well. Maybe we should cut this one back. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like, you know, God is saying, just let me, you be diligent, you be faithful and let me do the rest. Mm-hmm. And I also apologize. I have a cough drop in my mouth. So if, I, if I'm if i talking and it comes out, just get a good laugh out of that. <laughs> I won't look. Okay, good. Well, I might. <laughs> I got to move it to the side. <laughs> so if you remember from last time, uh, we started this series out with discussing a couple people who grabbed onto the coattails and were content just to stay there, um, just holding on and no real commitment to Christianity, uh, craving the benefits of Christianity, but not wanting anything to do with the commitment part. Mm-hmm. We started with the rich young ruler who came to Jesus face to face and asked what he had to do to inherit eternal life. You know, Jesus said, you know, the commandments and the rich young ruler said, yes, and I have kept them since I was a young boy. And Jesus threw a monkey wrench into his Mm -hmm. self-righteousness. He said, you are lacking. Uh, it may have sounded like the rich young ruler was um, easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> Apparently, it's not easy for me Every to say. Every time you go, I say ruler. Like I'm like the little kids in the play practice. Yeah. I'm to them, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Um, it may have sounded like the rich young ruler was uh, getting straight A's in the commitment part, uh, but the commitments that he kept were the ones that he deemed worthy of keeping. Uh, Jesus said, "Sell all that you have, distribute the liquidated assets to the." poor come and follow me and you will have treasure in heaven and have you ever seen that gif with the little girl you know she's doing this she's like yeah (laughs) you know that's kind of like what the rich young ruler was doing the bible says that he was very sorrowful Uh, what jesus was asking of him was just way too much commitment and then our um, next contented uh coattail holder we discussed was Judas. And once again, this guy was face to face with the savior of the world, the son of God and God himself for three and a half years. And after all that, he decided that um, he could get farther ahead in life by betraying God, betraying God. And no doubt, Um, He had talked intimately with Jesus. He had laughed with Jesus. He had cried with Jesus. Um, How does a person get to the point where Mm -mm. they are willing to turn their back on God, even to the point of betrayal, especially if you after you have spent three and a half years up close and personal with him? I don't get that one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not (laughs) sure how that happened, but it did. I think it's a good example for us. I really do. 
<clears throat> at any rate, the commitment was just too big of an ask for him. Um, he chose uh, what this world could offer him instead of the treasure and glory that is the Savior himself, and it cost him everything. And in both stories of the both of these life stories, it's easy to point our fingers at them and say, you fool. But if we are really honest with ourselves, are we guilty of being content with hanging on to the coattail as opposed to grabbing the, the coattail and throwing on that coat with every fiber of our being, committing ourselves fully to the cause of Christ? It is definitely the ultimate commitment, and yet it is expected by the Savior that we make such a commitment mm -hmm. like that. He reminds us in Matthew 10, 38, that if we don't take up our cross and follow after him, we're not worthy of him. And how sad to lack commitment to the point of being called not worthy of him. That's that's a very sad day. Mm -hmm. And we started with the bad part um, in the last section so that we could end with the fully committed stories and the good part. Yeah, the fun one now. So I'm um, I'm giving Renee a break from reading what I put as scripture, you know, the the what is it? The Chrissy Chrissy version. Yeah, the Chrissy version. Um <laughs> I'm going to let her read it right from the Word of God. Yeah, so right. Mark just 5, got bigger print wasn't yeah. a problem. <laughs> Mark 525 through, through 34. 34. Okay. Yeah. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah, this helps. Tremendous. The Renee version. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press... <laughs> It doesn't make sense to me. Came in the press behind and touched his. This is a King James version. <laughs> I promise. It's, it just doesn't make sense. My little mind. And I am so sorry, people. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. See, for some reason, it just wasn't registered. Right now, but I understand what it's sometimes saying. Sometimes you have to fully read yeah. it to be able to appreciate yeah. it. Okay, now where am I? For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging him, a thronging thee, and sayest thou, who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what she was done, what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I have to get a bigger font yeah i don't know how you did that i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't be able I to carries, i'm like oh i shouldn't anyway so i'm sorry most I'm, people know the story I butchered it but no yes you did it you did good okay it's we listen we're humans we yeah we're we're just human um so i think that most people that read this account do not fully understand what's going on here you know they've read it before but they don't fully understand and we have a tendency to think, what's the big deal? She came out to see Jesus like everyone else, touched his garment, and was healed. Duh. We know he can do that. So, you know, they're wondering what the big deal is. What most fail to see is the commitment that she had to have to even come out of her house. 
So in that time, a woman was considered not clean when she was in her cycle. This is a subject that we probably should have brought Emma in. (laughs) Let's talk about this, Emma. Um, That's for another time. Um, So when a woman was on her cycle, they were considered not clean. Um, This woman had been in her cycle for 12 years. Mm. (laughs) 12 years straight. She wasn't allowed to be around anyone. She wasn't allowed to touch anyone. She wasn't allowed to go to worship. She wasn't allowed to do anything. Um, It was against the law. She was lonely. Certainly, um, she she thought that she would never be whole again. She had spent every bit of money that she had searching for a physician that could heal her. And nothing, nothing, nobody was able to heal her. Nobody was able to help her. But make no mistake, though, many times um, we try to do things our way. And then we go to Jesus as the last resort. Why? (laughs) Right, exactly. But Jesus was not her last resort. He was the answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, She risked it all to get to him. Uh, She put all her eggs in one basket, so to say. She said, I don't need him to look at me. I don't need him to listen to me. I don't need him to talk to me. I don't even need him to know me or to know that I'm there. If I can just touch the very bottom of his garment with the tip of my finger, I know I will be a new person. It's faith. I know. (laughs) If anyone recognized her, she was done for. That didn't matter. She was committed. She was all in. She touched him. Instantly, she knew that she was different, that she was whole. She tried to hide, but he knew instantly. He said, Mm -hmm. who touched my clothes? His disciples kind of looked at him crazy and were like, do you see these people (laughs) all around? And you're asking us who touched you? And basically with Jesus, it was a rhetorical question. He already knew who. Knew who? (laughs) We're so juvenile. (laughs) So juvenile. Mm. Knowing that she... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Knowing that she was caught with fear and trembling, she raised her hand, ran to him, fell at his feet, and told him all the truth. At that point, it didn't matter the consequences. She wanted to know him and be known by him, no matter the cost. And what did she gain for her commitment? He called her daughter. Mm -hmm. You don't get the title of daughter without being committed. Are you seeking this title? You know, we have the dot group. Yeah. Um, Daughters of Christ the King. Are do we take that serious? He called her daughter. She was unclean. Well, I think it's automatic. People think, you know, once I'm saved, I'm just the daughter of the King. Right. It's just like nonchalantly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's nothing to it. I'm saved. I'm a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and he's God's not nonchalant. Right. Jesus is not nonchalant. Um, but he was. It was. People just don't grasp when they read that daughter. We hear that word all the time. Mm-hmm. But for Jesus to call her that, it was a big deal. Right. It was a big deal. And she was committed. And that is the reason why she got that title. So, okay, this next example is one of my most favorite stories in the Bible. And I encourage you to read the whole account for yourself. Um, 
For if you're saved, it is a picture of how the opportunity of salvation came to be for you. Um, The scripture is Luke 10, um, if you ever want to go back and read it, and I encourage you to do that. The story is Cornelius, and this man was not a Jew. The Bible says he was actually Italian. That's what I I knew I was going to say. It's a controversy. Is it Italian or is it Italian? Is it Italian I or is it, it Italian? But what did I just say? He was Italian. He was Italian. Okay. It, what did you say? He's from. He was from Italy. So that, is that why they say Italian? <laughs> I don't Italy, know. Yeah. I don't, it could be. It, it doesn't make. sense. I always get made fun fun of every single time I say it. So say I, it, I must I, be saying it wrong. Hmm. Let me let me go back and say I said this man was not Italian. a Jew. The the Bible right says though. he was actually Italian. Italian. Or I think I messed it up. <laughs> I'm a human. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. It's Italian. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't sound right, I guess. It's Italian. He's from Italy. I've got hillbilly background too. So, yeah. He he, He was Italian. Is that better? Yes. Much. (laughs) Sounds much better. Uh. (laughs) So, the Bible says that Cornelius was a devout man, one that feared God as well as his household. He gave alms and he prayed to God. Always. The funny thing is, this guy wasn't saved. What? We have somebody that's not saved, that loves God, prays to God, gave alms. He feared God, but he's not saved. Hmm. So Cornelius had a hold of the coattail of Christianity. He was holding on for dear life. He hadn't taken the steps to put the coat fully on because he wasn't allowed to. Um, it wasn't his coat to put on at that time. And one one time while Cornelius was in prayer uh, to God, uh, the God that he didn't even have the <laughs> full ability to know yet, God told him that his prayers and his alms have come to his attention. So Cornelius was praying, his alms, everything that Cornelius was doing came to God's attention. That's something. Yeah. He said, Cornelius, send some of your men to a city and have them pick up a man named Simon Peter. When they bring Simon Peter back to you, Simon shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. So God always had a plan, always. And even when we think that we um, have a better handle on what he should be doing, what God should be doing, (laughs) God's plan is best. And I can look at this account and say God's plan was to save Cornelius and his family. So he should have just told Cornelius that he was pleased with how he grabbed a hold of the coattail of Christianity. And now he was offering him the full coat. All he had to do was grab it and put it on. So I could say that God just needed to tell that to Cornelius right away on his own. Um, As a side note, God's plan is and always has been um, that the gospel come to men by other men. And women. Um, that one was free. Where mm-hmm. we won't. We, it didn't cost them anything. We'll just yeah. I don't know what yep, that was. Yep. 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 So. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm tired. It's been a long week. This day's this day's been a long year. So it did. It's free. It didn't cost you anything. Except oh, this is our last podcast of the year. It is. Oh, it be. is. I didn't even think uh, about uh, that. Okay, we'll, we'll finish and we'll talk well, about. Well, this that. is the part you need to remember. Then. Okay. Okay. So it didn't cost you anything, except that now you have no excuse for not knowing what your main purpose is. That is to get the gospel to others. If you're saved, that is your mm-hmm. that is your main goal. So. 
God sent Peter to give the full story to Cornelius and his family. And along the way, he taught Peter a few lessons too. Okay, so you need to go back and and read the story. It's a very good story. Some things that I absolutely adore about this story are God wants to save everyone, every single person. God also, God took Cornelius's meager commitment and offered him everything. He said, lay aside those tattered coattails that you have so desperately hung on to and put me on. The ability to put on the coat wasn't even there until God offered it. So Cornelius was doing all that he could. He took care of what he had until God gave him his best. And I wish that I could say that I was Cornelius, Mm -hmm. that even before God called me unto him, that I loved him. But I don't think that was the case. I, I really don't. I can say that I love him now. And that I'm thankful that he is not a respecter of persons. The gift of salvation, the ability to put on the coat is available to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's And so we're getting ready to go into the Christmas season. Um, that's, that's the whole key right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so if we had to end, you know, this is our last podcast for the year. Um, it's not really a Christmas message, but it is a yes, Christmas yeah. message because... Um, Jesus came for for all of us, and this, like I said, this story of Cornelius, I just that's that's me. Although I wasn't as good a person as Cornelius, but um, it's for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's Don't all I have. Sing the coat song. Mm-hmm. Do not sing <laughs> the coat. Um, Kason's like, hey, I got look at my coat. I got two coats. I'm like. Don't tell ma'am on that. <laughs> she'll, start, she'll start singing the song. I won't. I'll be nice. I hope everyone's enjoyed um, the coattail Christianity. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, when God started dealing with me on this, I'm like, this is really, this is really, really good. And um, I hope that I can do it justice and that you can grasp the difference between grabbing onto the coattail and holding onto it nonchalantly. And then, you know, because there is a place for grabbing onto it and holding onto it for dear life. There is a place for that. But at some point, you're going to have to say, this is not good enough. I'm going to have to put the coat mm-hmm. on. I'm going to have to be fully committed. Right. Um, to so the desire it. should be to exactly. be fully committed and to put the coattail on. Right. So it's not something that whatever. you have to do by yourself. <laughs> right. Because right. God says that, you know, just like the woman um, with the issue of blood, she was a new creature after she was made whole. You know what I'm saying? Once you realize that God has made you whole, that you're a new creature, you're going to want to put that coat Mm -hmm. on. You want to be fully committed to him because without being fully committed to him, you can never really have true joy. Look at, I said it. I didn't say (laughs) true joy. (laughs) You say it. The thing about it is, is if they don't want to, you might want to go re-examine yourself. (laughs) Yes. And I think, I think that's the key too. We talk a lot about um, people who claim to be saved and, and honestly, someone who claims to be saved, um, that's really between them and God. We, we, he gives us, you know, fruit. We should be able to tell a person by their fruit, but ultimately the end decision on whether a person is saved is between God and themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But I would venture to say that, you know, if you have someone that's, you know, tasted and then decided they didn't want that. That person never really was saved to begin with. Right. And uh, I know that's a controversial subject um, <laughs> for a lot of people, but yeah, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in full depth sometime. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
We would still love to hear from you. Yep. If you have ideas, suggestions, a new intro, yeah. ideas on a new intro would be great. We should have a contest. Someone who has the best. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, be cool. yeah. We should do that. You get a gift card. Yeah. Gift card for someone who comes up with the best um, way for us to do an intro. Because I know you got to be bored with it. I'm bored with it. We'll get, so. How long we want to give them? Um, let's give them to the end of January. Okay. We'll give them to the end of January. So we'll start in January the same. Yep. We'll start. And we'll announce it by doing it. We won't announce yes. that we'll just do it. Yes. So stay tuned. Yeah. So if you got suggestions, <laughs> bring it on. You'll get it. You can I'll be you ready can, for that. You can win yourself a here. <laughs> I am too. Oh, maybe it's just what we need to spice it up. There you, know? you go. There you go. Maybe we'll try out all of them and have them vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a good idea. That'd be cool. Yes. Come on, guys. You got to yep. do this contest. Yeah. Help us out. Help Everybody us out. wants a gift card. I don't know. Hobby Lobby, Walmart. I don't know. Yep. Chick-fil-A. Mm. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We don't know, but that'd be awesome. Exciting. Hopefully we'll have some guests on this new coming year. Yeah, we will. So I feel it. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. You want to sing to them? We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All Merry right. We'll Christmas. see you. In January. January 2024. Shh, golly, jeez. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Thanks. Love y'all. Bye.